Welcome to Housebroken, stories of renovation, romance, and regret. My husband and I bought a fixer-upper. She was a fallen woman of a Queen Anne. People said we were crazy, but we were young and in love. And besides that, what did they know? Episode 1, Girl Walks Into a Bar... It was the weekend before Thanksgiving, 1981. My live-in boyfriend of three years had come home and told me that he was going out with a woman he had just met in line at our bank. There was something he said about the way she filled out her withdrawal slip and handled that ball chain, you know, the one that keeps that pen in place. Was I upset? Uh, yeah. Did I have a right to be? Uh, no. I was the one that agreed to his terms, this open relationship thing. He told me he didn't believe in marriage because he had been down that road twice and each time it had spun off course, got stuck in a rut, and then the wheels came off and lawyers came and towed it to the marital junkyard. He told me he was not a one-woman man. As a matter of fact, I distinctly remember this quote. He said, monogamy is for mallards. I had to give him points for honesty. I mean, he had laid out all his cards on the table right there in the restaurant on our first date. So why did I agree? Because I was blinded by his bad boy, kind of an Al Pacino and Serpico good looks. You know what I mean? That's why I didn't see the giant red flag he had run up the relationship flagpole. I mean, he was a 10 to my self-perceived 5, which rose to an 8 by association. I mean, I was 24. I knew what I was getting into. I had been around the block a few times. And I'm a person who loves a challenge. Of course, I thought, oh, you know... In time, he would see that I was different from all his other conquests, and he would come to realize his feelings regarding commitments had been all wrong. I thought I would change him. I guess <laughs> I guess all those magazines with those articles, you can't change him. I, those were written for someone else, not me. He, he, he couldn't say how long he'd be gone. He might not even come home. Well, I wasn't about to just sit home with my big bowl of popcorn and my TV friends, Mary Richards and Rhoda Morgenstern. So what did I do? I decided I was going to go out alone to a bar for maybe just a flirtation, possibly a retaliatory screwing. I picked one that was packed with pre-holiday revelers. It was overflowing. I noticed there was this guy at the bar. He was blonde, burly. He kind of had a, if a golden retriever was a man, he would have been a golden retriever. I love golden retrievers. He, He stood underneath a large yellow arrow with flashing lights, as if the universe was trying to tell me something like, this guy, here, talk to this guy, he's the one. He wore a suede jacket similar to the one David Crosby wore on the Deja Vu album cover. His jeans flared over the tops of his fry boots. We made eye contact. We exchanged smiles. He approached, and 
in that smoky bar haze, I, uh, yeah, I deemed him doable. So he says to me, um, can I ask you a question? Can he ask me a question? What kind of question? What if he asks me something stupid? Do I keep going because of my end result game here? Or do I move on to someone else? Hmm, let's face it. There is no one else. No one else is looking at me the way this guy is looking at me. All right, sure. I'll let him ask his question. And he says, um, by any chance... Did you go to an all-girl Catholic high school? What kind of a question is that? The weird thing is that I did go to an all-girl Catholic high school. How did he know this? So I confess, yes, I did go to an all-girl Catholic high school. And I ask him, how did he know this? And he says to me, oh, you just have this aura about you. crystal kind of guys. He has a follow-up question. What brings you here? He says. Hmm. Should I tell him? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm ever going to see this guy again. So I tell him. Everything. He looks confused. He says, so let me get this straight. Your boyfriend of three years is out right now with somebody else, and you're okay with it. I don't know. Maybe? No, no, not really. And he asks me, well, like, are you going to marry this guy or something? And I'm like, no. I tell him all about the monogamy is for Mallard's thing. And he's like, well, why are you even wasting your time then? Am I wasting my time? Hmm, good question. He says... I mean, if this guy hasn't asked you to marry him by now in three years, uh, he's never going to do it. Oh, I hated to admit it, but yeah, he's right. He said to me, he goes, you know, five minutes is pretty much all you need to know if you're going to marry somebody or not. I asked him to tell me about his story. You know, what brings him here? Oh, I hope he's not waiting for a date. A date would be very inconvenient for me. Maybe he's waiting for friends. That would be okay. I could work with that. He says yes. He is waiting. Not for friends. Not for a date. For his laundry. He pointed the brown neck of his beer bottle towards the partially fogged up windows of the suds and duds across the street. And I could see blurry legs of blue jeans cartwheeling inside one of those large capacity dryers. And he goes, uh, oh, uh. Would you mind joining me in some laundromat activity? I'm like, well, what do you mean? He goes, oh, I don't know. Folding? Oh, I'm getting a a little twinge in my lady parts. I mean, a guy who folds? I told him I would not mind. It had started to snow, these big, fluffy, rom-com movie snows. I grabbed his arm to keep from slipping because I was wearing these, like, high-heeled boots that made my legs look killer. Ooh, it felt good. His arm felt sturdy. It it felt like it would hold me up no matter what. He uh, got a hamper and rolled it over to the dryer. He pulled out his hot heap of clothes. Hmm, 
black t-shirt, black t-shirt, flannel shirt, flannel shirt, jeans, towels, bedding. Oh, he's a fruit of the loom guy. Basic. Cotton. Oh, no skid marks. He had been living alone for a year because he had been dumped by his fiancée. Uh-oh, wait, is this a red flag? Why did she dump him? What did he do? Did he cheat on her? Well, of course I asked him. And guess what? He told me. He said the reason she dumped him was that he was too nice. Too nice? Are you kidding me? I mean, is that like even a thing? I could do nice. I mean, lust had never lasted. He said he was over the wallowing, well past the rebound phase, and was currently in the seeing what's out there phase. We had a um, libidinous liaison in front of the soap dispenser that proved to be quite satisfying for both of us. So he finished putting all of his clothes in his duffel bag and flung it over his shoulder and kind of gave me a now what look. Yeah, now what? I know he's going to ask me for my number. And then what do I do? I mean... Go home, end relationship A, begin relationship B. People will think I'm crazy. But then again, I don't know. There's something about this guy. Uh, What is it? Oh, what am I going to do? He asked me for my number. I told him, no. He looked at me like his dog just died. And I said, well... Here's the deal. You know, I give you my number, you call, we date, I move in, and then what? I mean, in three years, we're back here at the same place, you know, having the shit or get off the pot argument. And I guess in my case, people tend to get off the pot. Look, I said, I really like you. And he looks at me and he says, well, I really really like you. Two reallys to my one really? Is that going to be a problem? If I let him walk out that door, someone is going to swoop in and take him off the market. If this were a movie, what would happen next? Okay, listen, I said. Um, why don't we just, you know, cut to the chase? He looks confused. Well, what do you mean, cut to the chase, he says. I said, why don't we just get married? Have you lost your mind? And he says nothing. And he looks up at the ceiling. And he looks down at the floor. Uh, Okay. He was probably thinking of a way to let me down easy. I mean, come on. Who in their right mind would accept a proposal from a woman currently in a relationship after several beers? I mean, all I I wanted was a fling, okay? A one-nighter. But I don't know. There was something about this guy. Oh, maybe I should just take it back. See, I was kidding. Was I? So he readjusted the duffel bag, slung it over his right shoulder, kind of cocked his head to one side looked up at the ceiling and then down at the floor, and then he looked directly at me. You know what? He said, what the hell? Okay. Roll credits. 
and our couple lives happily ever after. Do they? 